Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. I am Anthony. <laughs> Why was it so slow today? I don't know. I was trying to match your cadence. It's like zero degrees out right now. Might be yeah. like, might be low. Yeah, yeah. I'm pro- you'll hear me get up at the 45 minute mark to turn on my car, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm no joke legitimately gonna do. I will be getting up to start warming up my car. It is. It is like fucking brick out right now. <laughs> my ca- my car is a basically brand new. I got it in April, and it is not doing good today. It's, really already? It's it's it's. It's it's going it's I I I know when it's going to die and it's for sure going to die tonight so that's why I'm going out to turn it on to get the battery going. Wow. Yeah. No, it does not do good in the cold. My, it always dies. My 1995 Blazer is doing just fine. Yeah. No, that's they don't make them like bullshit. They, <laughs> they, 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 they make them like bullshit nowadays. It's also uh, an eclipse tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I'm a little itchy. I'm yeah. turning into a wolf. No, I don't think I, I don't think that's a thing. I think it's just the full moon would do it. Nah, nah, it's the eclipse. It's the you, eclipse. Ever hear, you ever hear that? Were, werewolves, werewolves happen when there's an eclipse. Oh, now yeah. there's like another caveat to the werewolf. <laughs> yes, and garlic kills them as well. It's garlic. What? <laughs> garlic and crosses kill werewolves. Oh. And, and, and if if you enjoy the movie um, Hitch, you're a vampire. Wow. Yeah. I don't think a, I've ever actually seen that. Oh, I've seen it. Really? I've seen Hitch. That's I, that's Will Smith. It's the best. It's the best stocking stuffer. You get it for four bucks on Amazon. Great wait, stocking stuffer. Wait, really? That's like an option. Oh, I. It's uh, Joe Augusta from Patent Pending started it years ago, and I don't. I I I, I have not dropped the joke because I think it's hilarious. Do you just buy it for him? No, I buy it for like whenever whenever I do Secret Santas when it's like shitty Secret Santas, I literally buy one or two copies of Hitch. And you just give that to somebody. Yeah, Chris Lillis a couple years ago got Hitch. Oh, I think I remember that for shitty. Santa. I gave I gave him two hit copies of Hitch in the same Christmas. <laughs> in the same Christmas. Oh Jesus! So it was like Hitch, another terrible movie, another terrible. He like I made him read him. I was like Hitch, blah blah blah. But I think it was like The Body Hunter, which is a terrible movie with Jennifer Anderson, and then another movie, and then it was who you meet you me Dupree and Hitch. Wow, <laughs> it was just like that, those are all movies that you would not watch ever. Yeah, I really. It's a really good gift. It's a really good stocking stuffer. Dude, I'd rather fucking vampire. <laughs> what? I, I, well, I said if you get if you watch Hitch, you're a vampire. Oh my god. So Anthony, yes. I uh, I rewatched Halloween 2018. I have not rewatched at, it yet. at my house. I did you see it once in theater or twice? I saw it once in theater. I saw it twice in theaters. And then I, now I I've seen it once at my house. Yes. And I gotta say, man. Without the theater experience, that movie is pretty lackluster. <laughs> it is. I have not, I have not watched it at home yet, but I could imagine it. Yes, it could be lackluster at home, but at the same time, now knowing that we are getting a continuation of it, yeah, it's like, oh, I get it. it yeah. It's dude, just everything about. I felt like I was watching the Rob Zombie movies, but also you think. Keep in mind when you saw it, it was like you were getting it, like you were. You haven't seen it yet. You get that with a lot. Like, remember, we, remember, like when we were all stoked about the Dark Knight, and then we saw it a thousand times, and then like we had to like I had to like wait a good year to watch it again. Yeah, but even yeah. like that was still a, like an effective movie to oh, watch yeah, at yeah. home. Like yeah, we yeah. were able to watch it at home and still yeah. be like, wow, that's this, a good point. This is awesome. Yeah, I remember. I remember when I got a Blu-ray player and I brought a copy of it, and we all sat at my house. Okay, let's test out Anthony's Blu-ray player, and we, <laughs> and we all like everyone just started like. Slowly sitting down. I think I went on a date with a girl at Best Buy 
one time and I was waiting for her to get off her shift and all the guys were in the fake living room and we were all watching the dark <laughs> like all like we were all like literally just uh, oh they yeah they used to play it on like this as like the um like the, the demo right the on the TV and like I remember like I sit down to watch it that all the guys like oh who are you waiting for like oh, I think I'm, I think her name is Danielle like, oh, I'm waiting for Danielle and they're like, oh, okay. And then, like, literally, I, the guy was like, oh, wow. And other guys would walk by, and, like, it just, people just started swarming. Yeah, they but, just yeah. saw, like, oh, okay, I could sit. One yeah. person sat so everybody could sit. And then people were standing around the fake living room watching oh. it. But, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I, I, I have that a lot with movies. Dude, just be prepared to be let down. And apparently everybody's pissed about the Blu-ray because there's, like, fucking 12 minutes of extra features in it. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm going to choose. No commentary. Yeah, I'm gonna Blu-ray. choose not to watch it until I, probably I'll want I'll wait I'll wait a, I'll wait a, I'll wait until maybe the summer maybe I'll watch it in the summer or maybe I'll watch it like if we're gonna get the next one maybe I'll watch it yeah. before the next one comes out but all the John Car like I found like a bunch of uh, I found on a YouTube black hole of all the promo that John Carpenter did and he he it came across as very like I'm just doing this for the paycheck yeah really a, yeah it came off very like. Oh, you! I gotta do my my management's making me do all like these Buzzfeed things and like like, like all these like YouTube like Vanity Fair. Like, yeah, and he was just not having it. Like it was. He like, seemed like he was like fucking bored or whatever. Yeah, but like I don't know. I I know what you mean. I get that with movies a lot where it does the rewatching at home does not really um, give it justice. It's certainly not Ghoulies. Ghoulies, yes. <laughs> this is Doubtfire Bridges Restaurant. Give me any question. Maybe you got to give me questions every week. Oh, you want to do like a, yeah. like a trivia yeah, every you week? You don't have to do it for me. You, you do, I don't have to do it for you. I don't Because I don't want to watch Goonies 3 ever again. <laughs> so you, I, you can ask me questions. All right. We could say, well, you can look that, up one right now. Go, go on your oh, phone. No, go no, no. Phone. I don't want to. I'm not going to ask. fucking joke's on you. I would fuck. Beard, it would have been a harder thing for me if you asked me not to watch Mrs. Doubtfire oh, this year. Uh, <laughs> I still, dude, I do not mind watching Ghoulies 3. I really love this movie. Yeah, it's good. It's really not bad. I don't know why everybody fucking hates on it. I, I've been getting a lot of shit, too. Like, uh, I bought that Zombie 4. Yeah. After Death. What a what a piece of shit. But it's, it's you know, worth watching. It's part of the zombie series. Yeah. Reminds me a lot more of Zombie 3 than anything else. But uh, have you ever, have you ever seen, like, any of those later sequels that really don't connect to anything? Like in any series or zombie, in the zombie series. No, no, no. I've I've just seen zombie and uh, what would have been zombie six we talked about yeah, before. Yeah, Absur- absurd. Mo- yeah, absurd. Yeah, yeah, Monster or, Hunter. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it. some of these movies they're pretty. We'll end up doing a couple of them. We'll probably do zombie three at some point. Oh, but uh, can't wait. It's actually pretty good, dude. <laughs> that one's actually good. That's like a cheesy eighties yeah. action. What movie. SummerSlam do you have behind you, by the way? Is that ninety four? Uh, it looks like ninety four. Where do you see it? White, um, between McFoley and it's like kind of by maximum. It's um that shelf you're looking at. Oh, oh, SummerSlam, the greatest hits. Oh, boo. Okay. I just got uh, one, I just got a Starcade. Which one? Um, the ninety three. Wait, hold on. It's. Uh... Oh, that's a good one. If I don't want to take it, oh, it's wrapped. Yeah, it's still that's that's still sealed. Dusty Rhodes, baby. Dusty Rhodes, baby. That's my favorite. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. Mike was telling me Wahoo McDaniel, uh, a former New York Jet. 
Shea Stadium legend, <laughs> in his words. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, I like watching some of the old arcades, but when you get to the mid '90s of WCW, it's like, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's, it's weird to think back now that as big as the NWO storyline was, it's weird to like it, a lot of that product is very. Besides some of the in ring work, besides like in ring, in ring, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, talent. The stories were garbage. Yeah, uh, they were terrible. What the fuck else did I get? I got um an in your house, like a later in your house. Yeah, and it and like the main event was like the Undertaker, Kane, and like Stone Cold or something. Oh no, are you thinking of Judgment Day, nineteen ninety eight? Where what what was was Stone Cold a ref? No, it was Breakdown. I think Stone. It was a triple threat match where and then Stone Cold a- and Kane double pinned Stone Cold to lose the title and it was vacant. And then the next pay-per-view, he was the ref. And then he <laughs> stunned both of them and he got fired. That was great. Yeah, that was dude, the days, dude yeah. I found that. Uh, the tape, it says it's a WWF tape, which was great. Is it WWF In Your House Breakdown or WWF In Your House Judgment Day? It's one. Of, uh, it, wait, wait, wait. Keep it, talking. It's like how, how NXT does NXT TakeOver, Brooklyn or whatever. It has a name. Uh, yeah. If it was a triple threat, it was. If it was triple threat, it was, was breakdown. There was two triple threat matches on the thing. I want to uh, see this now. Keep, keep because I probably own it. Entertain yeah. these people. Well, because back in the like in the late nineties, WWE like you could get those tapes and like they're very popular still. Um, breakdown. It, it was breakdown. Yeah, it was a triple threat. They double pinned them. Yep, this is a good one. Uh, this is about that the peak of their storyline oh. between. Yeah, this was. I think this was in the summer. And Stone Cold was still holding the title from um, Shawn Michaels, and then he he lost it in this match. And then I believe the next pay per view was Judgment Day, where Taker versus yeah, that's Kane. the famous one, right? Isn't that like a famous pay per view for some yeah, other yeah, reason? Th- th- these were it was just a very hot year for them. It was when they were beating WCW. That had to be one of the last in your houses, right? Well, no. Well, here's what they did. They, they it was in your house used to just be in your house something something. There was it was just a title they did with it's just a pay per view. Yeah, all it is. yeah, yeah. So it was it's not in your house. It, it's weird. It's how WWE does takeover or something, takeover payback, takeover whatever. Well, well, yeah. they stopped like using that the takeover tag that line format. Yeah. yeah, but it was just a pay per view. It was great. This is a good one. I think this is also mankind. Yeah, mankind versus the Rock. For, it was like a number one contender. Um, what was this? I'm trying to think. Yeah, Vader was still with them. I'm trying to think. What was I'm trying to remember. I think in this, in that Edge versus Owen Hart match, I think that's when Christian debuted. Really? Like Christian was originally Edge's brother, and then they changed it. Maybe from now on, I'll just put these wrestling videos on when you come over. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just have that playing in the background. Yeah, I believe. I believe this is where when he was Christian Cade. Oh, and then he came in as Christian and. A story about that, which would take two seconds, when he finally got signed by WWE, he was very loyal to his other promotions and told Vince McMahon, or whoever the producer called him that, he's like, I can't start next week because I have a booking, but like, I could start the week after. And they said, we'll call you back. And he's like, oh, there it is. Fucked up. I should have just <laughs> fucking did it. And he's like, I was going to call a promoter, and then an hour later, I got a call back from WWE. Yeah, that's fine. We'll have a car pick you up. Oh, then, so they were okay with it. Yeah, they were okay with it. Dude, but they finally had some money. Yeah. I, I mean, for some reason, I always find at, at the Westbury Unique, I always find these wrestling tapes. Yeah. Probably uh, because it was close by the FYEs. 
So yeah. all the households buy their have them, and they're like, what the fuck is this tape? I watched this in years. <laughs> well, good, because I have a huge collection of wrestling tapes. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> I like this pay-per-view. But, uh, dude, do you... Um, probably not, but do you know who Trick or Treat Studios is? We were we talked about them. They before. do, yeah. They do the masks and yeah, all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, they released like their 2019 Halloween catalog. Uh, is it good? Dude, it's awesome. They have a uh, oh Halloween God. one Michael Myers mask that looks fucking awesome. Looks like it, yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, they have a fucking Sam Loomis costume. Do they have what's the do they have, do the Halloween four mask? What is it? Did the, they do all? I think they do the white one. The what the white hair? Uh, the Ben Tramer mask. Ben Tramer. They have Ben Tramer mask. <laughs> I, I I would love a Ben Tramer mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have dude. They have a Michael Myers ghost costume. The mm-hmm. sheet with the glasses. Yeah. A Judith Myers tombstone. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And then like they have like creep show masks. That would be a good Halloween costume. Um, the real Ben Tramer. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. you take what any qualities you know about him. Like, like who are you? I'm Ben Tramer. You were like, Hi, no, my dude. Name is you ben. just have to like be less tall. <laughs> yeah, than Michael Myers. And carry like a um, like a what's it called? Like a Halloween candy bag. Yeah. And be on fire. <laughs> Someone's screaming. Oh yeah, no, it's the TV. I don't know, but uh, dude, they also have like a Castle Freak mask and um. If I fell asleep, sorry. What, what the fuck are you doing, man? I'm sorry. Just and, uh, dude, they have Gremlins puppets, right? They have, like, Stripe, of course. There's one I'm going to buy. I don't care how much it costs. I'm going to buy it. Dude, they have the fucking, like, robber Gremlin oh, wearing awesome. the ski mask with the handgun. Yeah, veggie Gremlin. <laughs> Yo, Gremlin, he Gremlin. We're all going to put Gremlins in this movie. <laughs> no, but, dude, this thing is awesome. Check it out if you can. I'll, I'll send it to you. There's some good stuff in there that you would find uh, pretty entertaining. Wait, are you saying international wrestling star Hulk Hogan's going to bring in this movie? <laughs> dude, actually, dude, they have wrestling masks. Yeah. And they look, ex- dude, there's a, there's a fucking Undertaker mask, and it looks exactly like him. Oh, it's God. fucking scary. Yeah, apparently he's and, then, and they make a good Kane mask also. Uh, K- and 90s Kane's the best Kane. Yeah, they sell like the red mask. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I love that. But uh, yeah, other I I feel like we're like way off topic now of uh, what we should be talking do, about. Do you remember he was the first person to beat Stone Cold in his title reign? Do you remember that Kane was Kane? Kane had the title for twenty four hours. Really? He, he beat him at King of the Ring in a first blood match. Oh, I don't remember. And then he that. won it the night before, the night back, the next day. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Stone that. Cold, as people remember Stone Cold being this champion, he also had the most. Um, Inactive runs, meaning that like he would win the title and lose it very quickly, and then yeah, back yeah. immediately, uh, <laughs> on and off runs. Yeah, I, I, dude, this it's so weird when you think about like all those little like one night, mm-hmm. um, like belt things. Yeah, S- seeing titles change at house shows. Yeah, um, or like dude Zack Ryder winning like the Intercontinental I, or whatever, well, and then losing remember, it the next do, day. <laughs> you remember, remember we were there, and I said that. I yeah, said yeah. he's gonna lose it tonight. For sure, he's gonna lose tonight. Who the fuck did he lose to? Uh, the Miz. The Miz. Yeah. yeah. Which that's okay. Hey, he'll be good. He'll have fun in AEW. Who, Zack Ryder or oh, the yeah, Miz? No, um, Zack Ryder. I, dude, I was watching a good YouTube thing with him and uh, Kurt Hawkins. The, doing doing the toys. Yeah, yeah. Buying the, the show. Buying the wrestling figures. It's called Figure It Out, which yeah. is also the name of a Nickelodeon show. I know. But, yeah. But that is the probably one of the best online content that site has. WWE. Dude, that um. Did you see the one where he buys like the Marshmallow Man? 
Yeah. Like um, the doll. Do you see when he bought the bubble, the wooden bubble uh, things for the metal place? Yeah, for the the Macho Macho King. Yeah, and then... I actually never I didn't know that store existed If you want to go one day even The wrestling if, store? Even Well the Flushing In Flushing Queens Is a wrestling store Which I didn't know existed I know the guy Comes to wrestling shows Sometimes and sells stuff But I've never been to the store Yeah we could go to the store yeah, We could buy Flushing, some Flushing terrifies me oh, Don't worry man <laughs> No just There's just a, Nowhere to park Nowhere to park there's just chickens <laughs> running around all the time. It's like, you, you, Fucking you, aliens. You see chickens come out. You see like a, a shack. <laughs> flushing, flushing does terrify me. And just, just, I just feel like there's always like cahoots going on. Cahoots. <laughs> like I just feel like I, I feel, I feel like, um, I just feel like, uh, like Robert De Niro is like, fucking get go. No, go in that one. Over in that sen- one. Yeah. No, uh, make a right. So many over, make a right. over, like over, like sen- sensitive. I just can't, I'm looking around. But no, I want to go. I would want to go. Yeah, I would go there for sure. I yeah. I would. I have some wrestling figures still. I don't have a ton of them. I just don't have the room for that shit. And no, like, but wrestling... they have a lot. Of, they have DVDs and VHSs there. Oh, they do. Did they you have... watch that episode when they? Were I there? did. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice that they had DVDs yeah. and tapes. They had everything. I would gladly go look there. Yeah, yeah. That's a. It's a big thing. Yeah. I think Juba sold a couple things there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think so. He sells some pretty good stuff sometimes. Yeah, he. Some guy offered him like six hundred dollars for like his whole collection he was selling, and he t- t- took it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. When you're an independent wrestler. You need all the money you can get. Uh-huh. How's his leg? His foot? His ankle? I I I know some information I cannot release. Okay. I can't confirm if it's later or sooner, but uh, I the he's got a boot on right now. Kayfabe? No, it's real. Shoot, it's a shoe boot. Yeah, shoe gimmick. <laughs> Apparently, he told me all the wrestlers. All the wrestlers there were like, Expected "What happened?" It. They're like, "What? It's broken?" Like, yeah, I was walking, and he apparently said he went to get the MRI, and the doctor was like. Oh yeah, no. The people that gave you X-rays last time is wrong. It broke. It's broken two places, not three. That other one's from the last time you broke your ankle. And Juba was like, "What?" It's like the last time you broke your ankle, you have a fracture that's healed. That's where that was from. Like anyway. the last time, he goes, "I broke my ankle." <laughs> he goes, "Like now." But it was like he said it was like some kind of sketch. He was like, "I when?" It's like, can you think about what you hurt your ankle? Oh, there's so many times I've hurt my ankle. So he did, in fact, break he, his ankle. He once broke before? his ankle once before. It has a fracture. Did in he it. figure it out or no? Yeah, when it was? No, he didn't. He, he How said. Do you not remember when you went to the fucking hospital for that? No, he didn't go to the hospital for it. He fractured oh, his ankle oh, like and he didn't just, know. I I bet you a lot of people do that. Yeah, well, oh, I'm for sure, for sure. I've rolled my I've rolled my ankles so bad sometimes where I was like, I rolled my ankle at work once and I literally went like. Shit, that's it. I'm gonna be out for a while. Like, I gotta continue the day. I remember it's like you, you, you ever roll your ankle so bad you start to feel like this swelling. Yeah, of course. You're like, fuck, that's it. I'm out, dude. I rolled my ankle trying to do like that ten stair gap over by the Plainview Bowling Alley, yeah. and I rolled my ankle so fucking bad doing that thing, dude. It had to have been broken. Yeah, I it rolled, had to have been broken. I rolled my ankle really bad, not as cool as you, in the city going to class in o- October. Like if I didn't have my boots that were tied up, I rolled it like I I stepped like in a pothole or something. You would have broken. It. Oh, it would have been broken. Like I remember being in class and feeling like the, it getting tight in my boot. Yeah. And then I went home and I took a shower and it was not not black and blue. I think I just rolled it bad. But I, Liz was saying if you if I didn't have it tied so tight, she thinks that you would have for sure like I would have yeah. been out. I would have. Yeah. Busted it up pretty good. See, these are even scarier stories yeah. than these tapes because it, it involves medical bills. Speaking about tapes, 
<laughs> your tape. Your... <laughs> Segway into all right, the movie. All right, all right, all right. So this this week we <laughs> we we did the mutilator, uh, also known as Fall Break, which I guess that was some sort of theatrical release name, and then they changed it to the mutilator for home video, which mm. that's kind of weird, but. Uh, this movie was released unrated January 4th, 1985, and it's in New York City, so I guess it was bigger markets got the movie first. Yeah. Uh, it was released with an R rating September 27th, 1985, and apparently that was because when they went to go show it in like the Midwest, uh, the theaters would not accept it because it didn't have a rating from the MPAA, who originally rated it X, I believe, so... The uh, the people that were distributing this weren't really happy with that because they didn't want it associated with pornography, Ooh. which at the time rated X meant you were probably porn. But um, they made they made like the cuts and all that shit, and eventually they got it an R rating. And if you have this tape, <sighs> you'll notice there's some that are like a normal looking, you know, front, and then there's one that has blue on it. If you have one that has the blue border on the bottom and on the back, that is the R-rated version. You do not have the good version. (laughs) I have the good version, Anthony. Don't worry. Um, This movie, I saw two things. One said that it had an estimated budget of $1 million, and then I saw one that said it had a budget of $450,000. I would say... Probably was more of the four hundred and fifty thousand. That's what I thought. Because there well. really wasn't much to this. Like, uh, you know, the set they literally could have rented a house somewhere for the set. But uh, it was filmed in Atlantic Beach, North Carolina. When I was looking at that, I saw Atlantic Beach. I was hoping it was New York because that's actually close to us. Yes. <laughs> um, this movie was shot in twenty nine days. Okay. And yeah, but you know what? It was shot in chronological order. Mm. I, you know what? I understand why people would want to do that, but like, dude, imagine recording an album, right? And doing like drums, bass, guitar, guitar, um, leads, vocals, finish this. And then you do the next song drums, yeah. bass, instead of just doing drums on all the songs. Yeah. Based on all this, dude, that would take fucking forever. Me, me and Billy Kafalis once filmed a movie for our Greek class in high school with um, for the Odyssey, and we had to film in chronological order because we it was 2002 and we didn't have any video editing, yeah. So we had to film like, like when I say chronological, we literally had a film, and if we messed up the take, we had to rewind. The tape. Oh, of course, yeah, delete. that's how we always yeah, did delete. like yeah. high school video yeah. projects, and it had like there was no editing, it was like, there it yeah. is. That's it. Here you go. Yeah, or you, or you could were able to do it with two VCRs, where you would be able to record just the like the take that you wanted, <sighs> which was a little bit easier sometimes. Um, this movie was released on video in 1985. It was also released on Betamax. They got this one out pretty quick. If it was, uh, you know, January 4th was its original release, and then like its, you know, wide release was September 27th. If it was released on tape, that I don't know. It, it didn't give me like an exact date for that, but, uh, there was like a couple little things, uh, a little, couple little tidbits of information about this movie. Um, 
when they were doing the pool scene, apparently milk was poured into the pool to make it more cloudy, which I couldn't even really notice that. I wonder how much those, that milk was. <laughs> and apparently Linda was originally supposed to be shot with a spear gun from like beneath the water. Linda. But the effect didn't work, so they changed it on the fly to her being uh, drowned, like pulled under, which you could tell because there's like no real... Like that, that kill is very like lackluster compared to everything else in the movie. She, the person that played Linda, was also in Breeders. Just oh, just, I thought thought that was an interesting fact. That, that I just found out. And uh, mm-hmm. she's uh, what's it called? The was she the only one that you saw naked in this movie? I think so, right? Linda. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, apparently, writer director Buddy Cooper. What a name. Uh, <laughs> sounds fake yeah i know like he's like he definitely like shot porn at some point but uh he was the bloody guy in the photo in big ed's trophy room yes i forget he not only did he direct it he produced it wrote it oh yeah this was his like labor of love okay. apparently his like family like owns like the like a hotel that like the whole cast and crew stayed in did you see the production company's name no it's, it's very ron swanson Okay Productions. <laughs> yeah, we're very okay. <laughs> we're not great, but very good construction company. <laughs> I, I named it after something that I think is very good. Very good construction company. Dude, some some of these fucking things are are just <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. You couldn't even make it up if you wanted to. Buddy Cooper. <laughs> Working at okay productions. Um what I found really funny is that uh it really took a very long time to get this on DVD. Apparently, like, there was a whole fucking, I don't know, thing. But uh, then they went to go release it on Blu-ray, and then it was delayed because they found at, like, the Library of Congress the unrated 35 millimeter cut of the movie. <laughs> Why was that at the fucking Library of Congress? Uh, well, you know what? Someone probably turned it in, honestly. I don't know. Somebody but... probably turned it in, for real. Yeah. Probably left somewhere. So I was like, I, well, I don't want to take care of it. Well, we can't get rid of it if someone comes back. Okay, it's at the Library of Congress if you want yeah. it. Well, Arrow Video did that Blu-ray. But uh, yeah, this this movie, uh, you know, I was thinking like, oh, I when I was younger, I didn't really like this movie. And then I realized it was because I was probably watching the R-rated version. Yeah, maybe. And like it had all like the good parts cut out. This, this is the first time for me. So, and I still I watched it on YouTube, so I don't know what version I watched. Well, like how bloody was it? It's pretty bloody, but I'm guessing it was it was a little longer than the runtime. So I'm guessing it might have been. You yeah. probably had the unrated version. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out when we're going through. Uh, you tell me if something if like something wasn't in the movie. Okay. And uh, we'll we'll try to figure out what you watched. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's do it. What do you say? Four days of R and R at the beach. I'm in. She's in. I'm in. Sounds good to me. I got a bad feeling about this. They thought their vacation would be fun. They were wrong. Dead wrong. He's what's called a trophy hunter. Boom, 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 boom. Dad used to tell me that he'd hunted everything but man. Hey.
coming to get you. was murder, the mutilator. So we open with a suburban house, like your typical fucking... A lot of this reminded me of like a TV sitcom. Yeah, it was very... The way it was shot, yeah. the way it was edited. So it looks like a suburban house. You get like the Roseanne shot of like the Connors house. <laughs> and uh, we see a woman's making a birthday cake and you see a little boy like sneaking into this little room. Boys. And uh, we see like a sign on this gun case that says happy birthday, all clean by me. And he's like looking at another gun, I guess, that's in the case. <laughs> and uh, the boy picks up another one of the guns and he's cleaning it with like a fucking rag. I, he's not even really cleaning them. He's just like polishing it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, he pick, he like picks it up and he aims like he, he's like looking down the site. And he pulls the trigger, and it goes off. And not only does it go off, but it goes through the door and kills his mom. <laughs> what an opening. Uh, when he's, like, down and, like, being like, oh, mom, mom, uh, we see a car, like, pull up into the driveway. And this is his father. And he walks in the house, and he finds, like, the boy kneeling down next to the mom and he like pushes the boy away and he picks up the gun and he like chases the kid for a second uh before dragging the mom's corpse uh back into that gun room i guess yeah and uh he pours himself a drink and then he and then he uh puts like the happy birthday sign on the mom's corpse and then pours a drink in her mouth which was really strange and uh He's like just sitting there in the chair all fucking like stoic and you hear like the police sirens in the distance getting louder and you see the kid uh, like peeking in like, to the window. Okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, this is going to be the setup for our movie. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. What a fucking what an intro. Jeez. Right. Pretty, pretty heavy. A lot of feelings going on. Yeah, it's pretty. It is. It's a pretty heavy intro. Yeah. But uh now I guess this is how many years or would you say, like in the future, maybe like ten years or so. He's we see it's the kid from before. He's in. Would you say these kids are in college? They have to be, right? Yeah, they must. They were in high school. Oh, but uh, we're in a bar, and you hear the fall break theme song playing in the background, and we have this group of college age kids. We guess talking about like oh we have nothing to do on fall break which what the fuck is fall break you think that that's like thanksgiving or something yeah i would say yeah but uh ed jr was the kid from the beginning of the movie uh he gets a call on the phone and it has something to do with his dad 
And the other people are talking about like, oh, you know, what are you going to do on your fall break? They're saying all this bullshit. One's like, oh, like I'm going to fucking try to get the high score. What's What do they say? The try high score on the video machine, I believe. Didn't they say, didn't they say like. It doesn't like, say video game. So, oh, the video machine. But don't they say the game's name? They don't say. No, the they just say the video machine. <laughs> the video machine. <laughs> so Ed Jr. has to call his dad. Machine. Who's using a phone booth to call him. Um, well, I, I don't mind that. That's No. It's the 80s. Yeah, I guess it's, it's possible. Uh, the other friends are all talking about Ed Jr. killing his mom. And uh, they're like, oh, I thought his dad was dead. They're like, no, he killed his mom. <laughs> dude, you're What a fucking... What, how terrible are these people? Like, like dude, her dad's dead. No, he actually... His dad's alive. He killed his mom. <laughs> he killed her. Fucking shot her. Fucking, he's awesome. Fucking awesome. <laughs> wow, this dude's intense. Dude, don't mess with him, dude. He fucking shot his mom. He shot his own mom. What do you think he'd do to you? Dude, his dad told me. He's dead, too. <laughs> so Big Ed wants him to go uh, close his condo for the winter, his, like, beachfront condo. And Ed Jr. says, like, oh, like, my dad treats me like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> and now he calls me to go do this. Like Offended. Yeah, well, no, he's like, well, like this is fucking weird. And he told them no, but everyone's like, no, no, let's go to the condo. We can help you. It'll be easy. Then we can just hang out. And uh, he reluctantly agrees, but he says like, oh, man, I got a, I got a bad feeling about this. I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, he's, he's fucking right. But uh, they're getting ready to leave. And like this scene takes far too long. Like one of the friends, yeah. like what Ralph is like, oh, uh, I can't go or, or whatever. Like something came up and. I guess his girlfriend comes out. I was like, get in the fucking car. Yeah. And uh, we see that the car won't start right away. So, you know, this is like a, this is like telegraphing something that's going to happen later in the movie. And uh, they eventually leave. And this is where we get the fall break theme song while the uh, mutilator title card comes up and it looks like it was done in crayon. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this really feels like a, an 80s sitcom intro. Like it the does. visuals and the, and the song and all that shit. The way like we're getting this like traveling montage and stuff. And uh, we see that the car like is randomly overheating and they go to this. Uh, it's like a convenience store, I guess. And this assholes like going to buy a six pack and there's like a senior citizens discount it's like oh that's like like discrimination against me because i'm not a senior citizen like what if i go buy a second six pack and you give me the 10 percent off and the guy's like yeah sure whatever and like they try to play this off like it's some like like stupid fucking gag and uh, this, like, other lady comes in after. It's like, oh, like, these stupid college kids. Like, oh, what'd they buy? Two for uh, two for 10% off or whatever again? Like, it was supposed to be, like, they tricked him. Yeah. Like, it's not funny. They, ha- they had a lot of these fucking things in this intro. This is- I wish they just cut this whole part out. Um, they should have. It really didn't really add too much. <laughs> I know. We even get, like, a nice shot of, like, a guy pissing in a wheat field. And then, like, them go, like, going to like leave when do. he goes to get in the car. <laughs> yeah, where the fuck did they, like, how long did it take them to get to this fucking place? It looks well, like they drove through, like, like seven different states. Oh, in with, the like, movie? like, seven different climates. Well, in North Carolina, it was North Carolina, right? Yeah. 
So yeah, they, they have that shit down there. <laughs> yeah, they made it act like it wasn't. Yeah, there. that was really fucking strange to me. But uh, this is this was literally like a ten minute like opening credit yeah. sequence, and they really just tried to fit as many of these stupid gags. Do you as ever possible. like it, not really much in these movies, but movies what they do sometimes is they have such a long thing before the title card that you forget the title card didn't happen yet. You'd be like, <laughs> like you just see names. What and movie? Stuff. I, I fucking just saw a movie. Recently, where it was like, uh, fuck, what movie was it? Was it The Favorite? I think it was The Favorite. It, like, no, it wasn't The Favorite. It was a movie, I saw a movie very recently where it was like, honestly, maybe 15, 20 minutes in. That the title card came yeah, up? Had it, at exaggerating, I, I'll say, mate, under 15, but just under 15 minutes. That's pretty funny. Like 13 that's, minutes. That's pretty funny to me. Yeah. So they finally arrive at the beach house, and uh, it looks outdated as fuck. I guess, you know, for the date, it was fine. But <laughs> Even then, they were like, this shit's outdated. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, they go to the door, and the door's wide open, and the place is a fucking mess. Someone's like, oh, I guess we missed the party. <laughs> oh, no, we're too late. <laughs> yeah, so like, uh, Ed Jr.'s talking about, like, oh, yeah, my dad and his hunting buddies, like, come up here and, like, get fucking hammered and destroy the place. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But uh, uh, Big Ed was apparently a hunter, and um, Ed Jr. saying, like, oh, yeah, he used to tell me I've hunted everything but men. And he's, like, they're all, like, kind of getting weirded out about this shit. (laughs) And one of the girls wants to call the police because it looks like the place was like ransacked. But Ed Jr. says like, nah, uh, well, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm sure my dad was just fucking being an asshole because look, there was like alcohol everywhere. And uh, he also mentioned that like, oh, there are no police. Like there's only like one cop or whatever that patrols the area once in a while. And, um, they're trying to set it up as this is like an isolated place. Yeah. But it really, that really doesn't have anything to do with it. You could really get, you know, even if there were houses with people in, like next door, most of the, most of the stuff takes place in the house. Uh, besides maybe like what the swimming pool and then the cop on the beach. Yeah. Even, even Everything though, else was like in the house. Yeah. They just went outside 29 days. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they go into Big Ed's trophy room and they see this picture of like a dead body. And this is the, uh, like the director, writer, producer, fucking everything. Uh, the guy was apparently what, like ran over with a jet ski or something like that? Or like a, some sort of boat. I don't know. Like a small, small fucking watercraft, but it was an accident. But for some reason there was a photo. Uh, the one girl asks what a gaff is, and um, she's like holding. It's like the giant fucking hook that you use for fishing, and this is kind of foreshadowing, also slightly. Um, but uh, just basically everything Ed Junior is saying just shows that Big Ed is like a big piece of shit. He's like an alcoholic piece of shit. Um. But you could see, like, everyone seems pretty uncomfortable after seeing all this shit. But uh, we see Big Ed sleeping in the basement or the garage, which I I guess this is a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has, uh, he has, like, this, where did they say it was from? Like, the Yucatan or something like that. 
Um, it was like a mask from a priest that did human sacrifices. He had it like mounted on the wall. Yeah. Like what a what a fucking weird thing. And uh, Ed Junior's like, yeah, I think he stole it. It's like wow. What this a movie fucking... has a lot of weird facts. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he talks like very highly of his dad, sort of. Yeah. But then like always is like, yeah, but he's an asshole. Yeah, but fuck that guy. Um, but apparently the battle axe is missing off the wall. And one of the girls is really pushing to call the police after noticing this. It is missing. But Ed Jr. says, like, no, he probably <laughs> told it. Wi- he probably took it with him. You know, I'll call him in the morning. We'll find a phone and we'll very see what he smart. says. She was very smart to say, oh, I'm going to call the cops. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like almost like Ed Jr. was in on it? Yeah. But um, like he wasn't. He's <laughs> just the it, way I, it was. I, I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be in on it just based on that one line. So Big Ed is having dreams of killing Ed Jr. And first it's him like choking him. And by the way, he's like a child in all these. Uh, first it's him choking him. The second is him shooting him with like a fucking rifle. And the third is him cutting his throat with the battle axe. And he's actually sleeping with the battle axe, so he does yeah, have it. He's got it. Um, the group are all, like, fucking around now. And Mike and Linda explore the basement and the garage. And Big Ed is, like, watching through this, like, secret fucking door, I it's guess. It's a little creepy. And uh, we get a POV shot of somebody walking on the beach. And Ed is no longer seen in the basement with his axe. So everyone just finished eating and they're all like breaking up now to go do separate things like in all these movies. And some go have this like cheesy fucking moment on the beach while Ed's Ugh. watching them uh, while the others stay behind. And they're all playing Monopoly while one of the girls is wondering like, oh, where's Mike and Linda? And um, this kind of is a thing for like half the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, no longer. Three quarters. Um like, oh, where's Mike and Linda? Like, it's been a while. So um, the group goes out to catch up with them while leaving the door fucking wide open for, you know, anybody to go in. And Mike and Linda aren't on the beach anymore. They're actually at the pool skinny dipping. And everybody else is like, ah, they must have went somewhere else. Yeah. Like, we'll just stay on the beach. Like, it's nice out here, whatever. And the lights go off in the pool and Mike turns him back on. And I, I always expected something to happen here. Like when he goes to turn the lights it off, seems but like, like he would. turns him back on and, it, and it's fine. It just works out. But uh, they're playing pool tag, which what the fuck is that? But uh, somehow. You sound like such a bully. What the fuck is pool yeah, tag? But somehow uh, Ed drags Linda down into the water and like drowns her after her required nude scene. Yeah. Uh, without Mike knowing it, which is pretty impossible. What's the director's name again? Buddy Cooper, was it? Buddy Cooper needs you to get naked and then you die. Yeah, then you die. <laughs> uh, Mike somehow doesn't notice this all happening. And uh, he also doesn't notice Big Ed dragging her corpse out of the pool. <laughs> it's it's really, there's a lot of. It's sus- very odd. Yeah, a lot of um, suspension of disbelief in here. But uh, Mike gets out and he sees this trail of clothes and he thinks it's Linda playing like a game with him. So he's like following it around and it's long as fuck because he's following it pretty much back to the house. And uh, he actually follows it back into the garage. Yeah, like a trail, basically. Uh, Mike opens this closet door and we get a jump scare. It's just like there's nothing there. And he's like, oh, shit, whatever. 
And he goes to the other closet and Big Ed comes out with an outboard motor and he like buries this thing in, in fucking Mike's chest. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, thing. dude. The blood is like spraying everywhere and Mike's fucking screaming. Ah! <laughs> and you know what I like about this? That after he's like done fucking hitting him with this motor, the guy's still screaming. Yeah. Like that's it's never like in yeah. a lot of movies they would just stop and fall to the ground. Like, no, like he would still be fucking yeah. screaming while yeah. you like die this horrible death. It was pretty brutal, but it was shot. Very, it was done pretty well. Yeah, it was good. It looked cool. But uh, Big Ed drags the body back into this like secret room, I guess, of the garage. And he throws the corpse up on what looks like a meat hook mounted to the wall. It was like uh, it's like what's on the cover, the cover of the, yeah. of the, you know, the the, the famous beach. mutilator artwork. But uh, we go back to the beach and the group is actually scared by this like old cop. And the way that this cop acts, it's like he doesn't believe anything that these people are saying. But that's not even like the case. It's just the way this guy is acting. Like just a bad actor, I guess. Yeah. But uh, he tells the group like, oh, be careful out here tonight. And one of the guys asks like, why is it dangerous? Like, what is it like rapes, murders, this and that? And it's like, um, he's like, no, no, it's I guess there was like going to be a thunderstorm or something. Yeah. But he said, no, it's like a, it's quiet here. It's like a graveyard. So like they keep making these little like little digs nudges. Notice, yeah. yeah. Um, the group leaves the cop and he continues patrolling. Uh, and he's he like goes to make a call from the police car and then like goes back and is looking around the house because they said that, oh, you know, somebody might have broken in. We don't really know. We'll let you know if we're going to file like an official claim. Yeah. So I guess he's just looking around to, you know, maybe see if he could figure out what happened. But uh, Big Ed sneaks up on him and he fucking stabs him in the face with, I guess it's like a machete or is it the top of the battle axe? I don't know. But he's got this thing sticking out of his face. Yeah. It looked like a machete to me. And then he eventually gets his head cut off and it's a pretty good decapitation. It was good. Gotta love those decapitations, man. Oh, extra points. Uh, Extra points. Extra points. But uh, the four remaining people head back to the condo and they're going to play this game called Blind Man's Bluff. And this game seems dumb as fuck. It's something about like you drink a beer outside, but the person turns all the lights off inside and hides. And when you find them, you have to sit down next to them. And then eventually it just turns into one person trying to look for everybody else. So the uh, the three of them go outside and they drink their beers, which is like part of the game, I guess. And Sue is one of the girls. That's inside. I don't think we went over everybody's name. I thought honestly, I was looking at my phone at my notes. And I thought we were recording. I thought that you were still playing the playback. Oh, 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 oh. I was like, holy shit. Um, so Sue is turning off the lights and she's the one that's gotta hide. And she um actually accidentally locks Big Ed out of the house. Big and Ed. he thinks it was she thinks it was Ralph, but it was actually Big Ed. <laughs> Big Ed. Um the three of them re-enter the house and they go to look for Sue. And with that, like Big Ed also walks in and he um, actually walks past Sue and Ralph who are hiding under the table. 
But uh, Ed Jr. finds everybody and he turns to the light and this causes Big Ed to like leave the house. So everyone goes to their bedrooms and and Junior's turned down by Pam, who's his girlfriend, I guess, or maybe girlfriend soon, whatever. And um, Big Ed puts the cop's body on the wall. And when he puts him on like this meat hook, like the flashlight is like shining on his face. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Um, so Ralph goes, I fucking hated this. So Ralph goes to look for Mike and Linda because, um, Sue is like, oh, they've been gone. And if you're going to lock up, you can't lock up without them and all this shit. And she's like, when, but when you get back, like I have something to show you. And they have like a ragtime fucking piano music playing and they speed up the fucking, the tape. And he's like getting dressed really quick. Like they, it's so fucking yeah. stupid. I hated this shit, but, uh, <laughs> I, I just don't get why they did that. But, uh, Ralph goes outside and he walks around and he goes to the back of the house to search for the couple and uh, he doesn't see them. So he goes back in and he checks in the garage. Um, like before he goes back in for good, he check. he goes, he's like, eh, he makes kind of a face and he goes and he looks in the garage and the blue lighting kind of reminded me of Madman, but it wasn't done yeah. as well. Um, Ralph thinks that they're like in the garage for some reason. He's like convinced once he like takes a step in, but uh, he's looking around and he finds Linda's underwear. That's like underwear. Yeah, that's like right on the door fucking handle for some reason. And uh, he opens the door and Big Ed comes out and puts a pitchfork right through his fucking throat. And not only does he put it through his throat, but he lifts him up and he's like making this fucking terrible noise also. But uh, he basically walks him like over to the wall and like pins him against the wall, like onto the meat hook. The wow, Meadows. dude, that's this movie's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so Ralph doesn't come back. So Sue goes out and she's looking for him also. And we see Big Ed taking the fishing gaff, this big fucking hook. And Pam thinks she hears something and wakes up Ed Jr. And Ed Jr.'s like, no, it's nothing. Stop. He doesn't want to get up. But eventually he does. And they see that everybody's missing. And, like, they don't know where anybody fucking is. And Ed and Pam find Sue outside and, like, tell her, like, oh, go get dressed. Like, we're fucking leaving. Like, this is, something is fucking wrong. And Sue refuses to leave without Ralph. She's like, no, I'm not going without him. I'm not going. I'm not leaving without Ralph. So they agree, like, oh, we'll we'll go one more time to go look. And they agree to, and they split up. Now, don't ever split up. In this situation, all three of you go. Right? Yeah. Why would you split up? It makes it easier for you to fucking get killed. But um, she ends up getting grabbed, Sue, by uh, Big Ed immediately as she turns the corner of the house. And he drags her to the garage and, like, he throws her on, like, this bench, like, this workbench. And he fucking, like, puts the gaff in her. And it's... I guess it's supposed to be like through her vagina, yeah, right? Implied. And like out of her like pelvis area. Oh my God. And then he decapitates her, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, that's a fucking brutal. brutal, man. That's yeah. whoever that this guy's fucked up for thinking of that one. 
But uh, Ed Jr. and Pam are now looking for Sue also because, of course, splitting up leads to more problems. And they go into the garage and they find Sue's fucked up corpse and Pam has a fucking mental breakdown. And they see everybody else's corpse now also like pinned to the wall and they're, they're not having a good time right now. Um, we see Big Ed walking around with the battle axe and Ed Jr. grabs a pipe or something and he's like attempting to hit um, Big Ed, which he does hit him, yeah. but it like doesn't even phase him. And Big Ed like punches him and knocks him out. And just before Big Ed can kill him with the battle axe. Pam runs at him and like stabs him. Yeah. She takes a bit of a beating right here. Um, She also like gets him in the face with something. What the fuck was that? And he like pulls it out of his head. It was some kind of like, like a railroad spike looking thing. And, um, Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Then she fucking runs at him with like this other knife and stabs him, um, like right in the chest. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, This, like, drops him. He's on the floor. Um, Ed Jr. wakes up, and they attempt to leave in the car, but, of course, the car won't start. Now, Ed Jr. has, like, a stab wound in his leg. Why? He didn't get stabbed. Maybe it was, like, a scene that was cut out. Yeah, it had to have been, because yeah. right? He didn't get stabbed at all. Yeah. Um. Oh, man. So uh, the car won't start as per, you know, horror movie, horror right? movie trope. And we we see Big Ed crawling up on the roof and he starts cutting through the fucking roof of the car with the axe and starts trying to pull out Ed Jr. And the car finally starts, but uh, she uses the cigarette lighter and like burns his hand and he, he lets go of Ed Jr. And she manages to get the car going and um, they actually spot a cop. But uh, they get the cops' attention, but Big Ed is, like, crawling up the uh, um, the trunk of the car. Yeah. So she freaks and, and slams the car into reverse and fucking slams right into a brick wall. And this actually cuts Big Ed in half. And, like, awesome. and when he, like, when the cop comes over, he's like, oh, back away, back away, like, move forward, forward. You see, like, the, like the half of the body, like, plop down. Yeah. It's it's really a good like it's they did a good job with the effects in this movie. Well, that's a it's not like a thing if you get pinned against a car. Yeah. Oh yeah. You'll, you'll still be you'll, you'll still be, be alive, alive until, until they the move car, it. Yeah. 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 Until it's they crazy. move it. That happens with trains too. Mm-hmm. So um, the cop goes to look at Ed, uh, Big Ed's body, and he like comes to life and fucking cuts the cop's leg off. Right. And then like finally dies. And the way that he dies, like the axe is in the foreground and he's kind of in the background and the axe is like super silver and shiny. Yeah, it's really it's, good. Yeah, it's really cool. And uh <laughs> this is basically the end. Uh Ed Jr. and Pam are in the hospital the next day and they like embracing and we get the credits and there's like a there's like a some B-roll or whatever, some like uh bloopers in the credits. This movie is very fun. I think this movie you could put on and watch like anytime. And, and it's very enjoyable. I liked it a lot. Oh, for sure. This, I liked it a lot. This movie sure. is is definitely a must watch slasher film. I yeah. would say it's an essential '80s slasher. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I agree. Anthony had a fucking five battle axes. <laughs> 
What do you give this? I give it five railroad railroad spikes. Five railroad spikes, spikes to the face. Yes. Okay, that's better than um, five giant hooks to the vagina. Yes. <laughs> Good answer. So this one is definitely a highly recommended one, yeah, I Anthony. Like it a lot. Uh, we're gonna do the back, back of the box. box. Okay. Do you want to go start your car because it's uh, no, fucking? Uh, yeah, I'll start my car. All right, okay. all right. So I'm gonna start reading the back of the box start for you. My car real quick. So this is the Vestron video release, uh, the unrated version, which is the black bottom, and the R-rated version would have a blue bottom. But I'm sure the synopsis would be the same. Uh, at the top of the box, it says their horrifying vacation was no day at the beach. Okay, so uh, let's let's do this. This spine-tingling chiller is the harrowing tale of five high school students whose dream vacation of a fun-filled holiday at the beach becomes a nightmare when they are stalked by the mutilator. Ed, a likable high school student, busily discusses vacation plans with his friends when he receives a message from his father asking that he close up the summer house at the beach. While his friends feel that it's perfect opportunity for a vacation, Ed is uneasy about the request, as his father has never quite forgiven him for the accidental oh man, what the fuck was that? Accidental shooting of his mother. When the group arrives at the summer house, they discover Ed's father's collection of bizarre weapons. To add to their anxieties, there's an ever-present feeling that they are being watched. Suddenly, Ed's house guests begin to meet bizarre deaths, each one more grisly than the next, but the mutilator is saving the best for last, the best for Ed. It's yeah, this 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 was a good uh, synopsis. Yeah, it was it was good. Dude, they said in the in the beginning of it, it says that they're high school students. Really? There's no There's there's way. no way that I mean they are kinda in front of a high school. They could have been the my parents. <laughs> they yeah, they were definitely too old. And on the back of the box you see like a picture of a little kid with the battle axe next to his fucking head. It's pretty good. <laughs> a movie. I, I really like this movie a lot. Also the best thing so but the uh the best thing about this movie or the cover art of, of this VHS tape is um, the little like byline on the top. Oh, it was like by sword, by pick, by axe, bye bye. Yeah, it was good. The mutilator. Was good. I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> yeah, what a fucking thing. Okay, so Anthony, this is gonna be um, next week is gonna be our last podcast. That we're gonna well of January that we're gonna decide like just out of nowhere like what we're gonna do. I'm gonna make something for us for February. Okay. That's gonna be like a, a topic of a movie, and then we'll pick from that. Okay. So it'll be like eighty slasher, like you know whatever. Yeah. Different things like that. So we'll pick them from a hat or whatever, and then we'll decide. But um, next week, how would you like to do the original? Hills Have Eyes Part 2. Okay, yeah, I'm down. Way out in the desert. Further than the eye can see. Beyond all towns. All roads. Where few have ever been. Who'd put a welcome sign out here? The hills still have eyes. They'd already killed my mother and my older sister. And now the father is coming after us. 
somebody's out by the bus. Have you ever seen that? Yes, for sure. I've seen them both. Okay, I you, see. I see. When I say both, both. Uh, have both. you? Have you? You seen the two remakes and the two originals? Yes. Perfect, because that makes everything a lot easier to talk about. Then <laughs> I, I remember when we had the old podcast. I rewatched the remake, and you guys. I thought we were gonna do the podcast, and then you guys left my house. I'm like, oh fuck, we we're not doing the podcast. <laughs> I ordered it. I was like, okay, I can't find. It. I was order it. Well, we'll talk about it again. Yeah, 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 now, yeah. now will be your chance to talk yes, about yes, it. Yes. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna do the Hills Have Eyes Part yeah. Two. I'm excited. So, Anthony, besides the upcoming episode. <laughs> which will be the final of july of july july oh my god oh no January? of january um anything else you have coming up anything you want to speak about uh if you need videos come come to me at a Pacini yep. on instagram easiest way to find yes. you i just did a bunch of videos for a store we used to go to a lot when we were younger and i go to um i go to jujitsu with the owner um mock time that yeah. was a lot of fun i still go there to buy my neck figures I, I, I oh yeah oh yeah yeah i go there once in a while too the um the upstairs is cool as shit. Yeah, it's like the warehouse space. Dude, it is so cool. Yeah, if you guys ever need any sort of like figures of any type, or like Not even time. if you're local, they're a very good comic book store too. But yeah. uh, they mostly do. I don't know if they do comic books online, but they definitely do figures and all that shit. They have a ton of horror stuff. They do some really cool things. They yeah. have a lot of cool shit. They yeah, do. Yeah always carry all those NECA like Friday the 13th ones and you know the ones that look like a VHS box they have like vintage shit there also too unreleased you... Bram, Bram Stroker Dracula yeah 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 <laughs> they have tons of Star Wars stuff they they have a lot of things actually they had um I think one of the Halloween 3 masks there they did if I remember correctly maybe the witch they had they had, they had the they Don had, Post mask they also had the um Darth Vader um Return of the Jedi with the mask. The removable the helmet. Re- that was on the side. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, we a- want, we wanted, Mike wanted it for his uh, fireplace, <laughs> which is a very good idea. They also have the, um, what's it called, from the reanimator. Uh, I can't, no, no, dude, fucking what's his name? Uh, 
I can't think of his name right yeah. now. I'm blanking. But yeah, uh, when, the I head, was, the, when I was when I was there, yeah, they had, they had, but they have all the figures too. Oh yeah, they, they have figures. all that shit too. They have yeah. the. I think they have a gremlin there. They do. Right, don't they? Like a life-size gremlin. <laughs> that place is really cool. Yeah, I love it. But there's, you know, it's January. We're going to, I guess when the spring comes, we're going to start seeing more uh, swap meets, conventions, things like that. We'll start going to those. I talked to my friend, Zach, who works at the Sherman Theater, and about Severed. And we, he's like, yeah, they hit us up. Maybe we'll set up something. All right. Yeah. Well, when, uh, when that, we'll try to get in on that. Yeah. That was very fun. That was funny. I told them I saw him yesterday, and I said, "Hey, I went to Severed in uh, at the Sherman Theater, and it was the only day you were not working." He goes, "Yep, that's that was hilarious." Wow. So yeah. yeah, go us. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, uh, not much else. What is that? What are you doing? Oh no, I was playing with the thing. Oh, I went like this. I went like this. I was not telling you to. Go. Are you feeling the effects of the of the, uh, the of eclipse? the eclipse? No, it looks like a toenail. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, so you can visit us on Instagram, which is the best way to contact us. If you have any concerns, questions, suggestions, at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. Do you use SoundCloud. your other Instagram at all? No, no, not really, no, dude. No. Not at all. Uh, we've been rolling on this Bad Taste one. People have been finding yeah, us. People have been talking. We like talking to you. Yeah. Uh, message us. Suggest the movie. Maybe there's something that uh, I've never heard of. I need a new. I need a new password, by the way. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah, I keep I forget. I keep, <laughs> like every time I re-upload my phone, I'm like crap, I lose it. Um, but uh, other than that, um, we'll be back next week. We're off tomorrow. I'm yes. off tomorrow for Martin to, Luther King Day. I have to be in Calverton, <laughs> the cemetery. No, the Cal- shooting range. No, Calverton all the way out. Yeah, yeah, that's there's a cemetery out there. Yeah, I'm gonna go to a restaurant. Oh, uh, what restaurant? No, actually, don't mention them. They yeah. didn't pay us, so we're yeah, not. Yeah, don't pay. No. Yeah, so we're not saying it. Uh, they wanted me to fund my drone. I was like, "Are you kidding? Uh, are you kidding me with this wind, <laughs> dude? That thing it's will like just, forty mile an hour. That thing right will now. fall from the sky. Yeah, they get fucking shot out of the air. It looked like Ivan oozes fucking <laughs> like the like his putty th- <laughs> yeah. putty things. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> good reference. If we don't, if we don't freeze to death, uh, we'll be back next week. Oh, sorry. Oh man, Anthony. No, I was trying. I thought the I sound very thin. Like vocal. that's because you're standing you're too far away. Am I? I'm pretty close. You, you You were back though. Sounds. Oh. Oh. You fixed it. Yeah. No, okay. I'm saying like you. You sometimes sit too you far cut back. This out. I don't know. It just sounds very thin for some reason. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Now you can sound I'm good. pretty close. Okay. Yeah. That's better. Dude, my mouth is right on this thing. <laughs> One day I'll start doing an audio production uh, tidbit yeah, on here. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we'll see you next week, hopefully, if we're not dead. Not dead. All right, bye. Bye. Okay.